In a world of bus schedules and business calls, sidestep into a realm of Koigyu casting in Klingons. Okay, people, get your geek on. Hi, everyone. It's October 26th, 2012, and you're listening to... Episode 58 of Knit One Geek 2. I'm Karen. I'm Maggie. And I'm Lauren. And we're coming to you from Frankenstein's Laboratory. Where somebody that we all know is being brought back to life. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. This is kind of scary. That's <laughs> Just look I, at the waveform on there. That's why I told her to do it. Yeah, somebody just topped out the mic. Anyway! But yes. <laughs> but yes, because it is almost Halloween. So I hope everybody has their Halloween costume by now. If not, you are doing the Charlie Brown and the sheet routine. And hopefully you won't get a bag of rocks. So if you are listening to this before Halloween, I hope everybody... <clears throat> well, I don't know. If I get this edited before Halloween. Okay, let let me switch sides on that. Happy post-Halloween. I hope you guys all had a great time. <laughs> I hope you have not swallowed everything that your kids have trick-or-treated already on your behalf, because you will be in a diabetic coma if that's the case. They're just testing to make sure it's okay. <laughs> yeah. That okay. should be completely acceptable. You are not allowed to be a mommy yet. No, but I can still pretend that I trick-or-treat and eat candy anyway. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> but if you're not riding crazy sugar high, hopefully you're knitting away at different things. Yay, knitting different things. So how about we move into Adventures in Knitting? Okay, Lauren, you go first. Mine's not very fun. <laughs> Mine actually really sucks. Well, then we'll build to the big finish. Okay, well, I'm still working on my Take It or Leaf It cowl. Mm-hmm. And they're, for lack of a good way of putting it, it sucks. I'm really struggling with this, and I don't particularly like it right now. I'm mad at knitting. And have been for several weeks, but that's because I'm in my midterm period for yeah. school. So I don't get to knit, really, except for knit night, which basically means the one feeling continues on for weeks on end. So I've been doing these same seven rounds, haven't gotten past this part, for about a month. Yeah, I remember the last knit night I was at with you guys. What kept happening was that you were twisting your cast-on stitches and you were making a Mobius loop, like an eternal loop yeah. that was twisted for your cowl. And it did every single time I seemed to do that, and I don't know why. Well, you're just talented that way, then. Apparently. Uh, you just need to find some way to focus that into something that can be useful like for it. a big cowl that has <laughs> the turn in it. Sure. <clears throat> they make those. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't seem to figure out why it doesn't look right. It doesn't look right because you're only at the seven-row point. Well, yeah. Yeah, no lace and looks five good. five rows of that is knitting. Lace? Yeah. La we can both tell you from experience, seven rows of lace weight on the needles looks like cat yak. Yeah, you really can't tell. That's the hard thing with lace is when you're trying to set it up and make sure that you have the right spacing in between, like your decreases and your increases and things like that. It's also the time where you there's no pattern to judge by. So mm -hmm. it always takes a few rows before you actually sort of being able to see what you're doing. And then you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. So maybe before U.S. Thanksgiving I'll be mm -hmm. able to tell? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Basically, I'm going anyway. Basically, if you're in hell, keep going. Great. Sorry. So when it burns, <laughs> wait till it burns some more. It's the best advice I can give you. I mean, the yarn, just, the color, doesn't just really help. Knitting, just keep knitting, 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 just keep knitting. I love, what's her name, Dory? Dory? But I won't lie, I want to stab her for that. <laughs> I'm really mad at knitting right now. All right, you can be mad at knitting. I understand we've all been there. Yes. Just not, it's not We've all happening. had our moments. I'm keeping the blocking wires away from her. <laughs> blocking what? Huh? Don't wear. Okay. We'll tell you later. Sure. There's a lot I don't understand. That's okay. Tis the life of a newbie. You can waltz freely oh. through entire fields of stuff, blissfully unaware. That's your role. Okay. That's what you can do. The one good thing that has come out of this, though, is I have gotten to, like, the parts with, like, the lace work in it. Mm hmm And physically doing it is not difficult. Yay! I'm finding that simple. Except one part where it's, like, knit three together, seriously, the needles just don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. They can, they just don't want to. 
But that's only like every 17 stitches or something like ridiculous. Like there's a fair amount of space between it. So it's not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. You just bear through the one difficult task every so often. I don't mind that. But otherwise, like that part's not as hard as I thought it would be. I thought that was going to be the most difficult thing in the world because there are people who have been knitting for like 20 plus years and don't like to do lace. So I thought that meant that like the actual physical knitting part is difficult. But I didn't find it to be too bad. No, and everybody has two rows of that. Yeah, and everybody has their things that they like doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm still working on finding what that is. Yeah, it it comes with practice. Yeah, you discover new things as you go. Makes me feel better that you're still looking. Oh yeah, because I have no idea what my forte is. But yeah, that's my adventures in knitting. Okay, Maggie, do you want to go next? Okie smokey, the dragon shawl for the Hobbit along. And I was a good girl and put a lifeline in when I changed charts. Unlike those of us that live dangerously. I lived dangerously the one time before, and it bit me in the posterior really hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have put in three sets of beads. Ooh. It's beautiful. Those are really pretty. And the beads in the... This is the battle-weary dragon shawl that I'm turning into the smog shawl. So the beads are put in totally... They're put in in their, you know, assigned places, but the colors are mixed and haphazard. So there's black, there's red... There's a yellow color, and there's what looks like a bit more of an amber color. Mm-hmm. So those are the colors that are that are in there. Okay, so I'm at the point where I have to knit ten rows six times. I've done one repeat, and I'm now on repeat, repeat number, number two. two. If I can get through that, it's I've calculated everything I need to do to get it done by the end of November. Yeah. So that I can have the first half of December to do the little bit at the bottom Mm -hmm. and block it and still not go absolutely balls ass crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be wearing this, you know, this thing is going to be strapped to my back with the blocking wire still in it and I'm going to be wearing it like a kite or something on opening night. But anyways. But it'll be done. But it'll be done. So that's the dragon shawl. I am, I am really happy with it. It's just that I cannot do more than probably max three or four rows a night. It's just really, really big and... As you can see, it has this, there's a central spine pattern. When I do this, I have to have something almost like three pages of pattern out at the same time. And I'm bouncing from one to the other. I'll follow the pattern to here, and then follow the pattern for the spine, and then go back. That's insane. Yeah, well, it's meant to be a challenge. Uh, or uh, it's meant to be an adventure. An adventure it is. And an adventure <laughs> it is. So there's that. And that's pretty much mostly of what I've been working on when I have a chance to knit. I still have the 2 by 2 crazy pie that I pull out for times such as this where I tell myself I cannot do any more lace. I need to do some TV knitting because this is knit to pearl to for the rest of my life. <laughs> Honestly, it's beautiful. And I saw it for the first time a couple of days ago in a long time. And it feels like it's come so far in such a short period of time. It hasn't felt like a short period of time, I can tell you that. <laughs> to me, it feels like a lot got done really quick. I need to do another seven inches of this ribbing right here. Well, yeah. No that's... comment from the peanut gallery out there. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been doing. Well, it does look like it's coming along. And it, it, it is It actually looks along. like a thing now. Yeah, it looks like... At the moment, it looks sort of like a shrug or a bolero or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, basically a very, very short jacket. But if I really wanted to cop out, that's what I'd call it. Yeah. Damn it, I will finish this. <laughs> and you will. It may be in the new year, after more than a straight week off of work or something like that. But, damn it, I am going to finish this, and I am going to finish it this cold season, as in before <laughs> April. Yep. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> hey, April has been really cold once or twice. That's true, but I needed to pick a point in my head anyways. Yeah. Okay, so that's you? Yes, that's me. Okay, so I have pretty much been working on one project since the last time we spoke. It is, of course, my Hobbit Along project. It because, is. oh damn. Yeah. This is the Lothlorien Cape. It is so pretty. Yeah. By Susan Pandorf. And I'm doing it in Socks That Rock Heavyweight in the Tempest colorway. And it is a really gorgeous color. Speaking of which, do you want to tell everybody what happened? Yes. We got to pick well, we, a name. We we submitted a name. Yes. We, we submitted ten, actually. We, yes, we submitted a few names for a contest that the Blue Moon Fiber Arts just had. 
to name their new colorways. And we did have a bunch of other names that, well, personally, I think were pretty stellar. But yeah, so they picked one of our names for one of their the yarns. New so of yarn. if you go to this, if you go to the site and you look at the multicolor wave colorways, find the one called Hobbit Garden, and that was the one that we that we named. We did also suggest other names for other ones, such as Asbestos Panties. Panties. That was a good one. Slice of Crazy Pie. Yes, that was that was one of the ones. Um, we also did Sherlock's Bedroom. Yes. Rawr. Rawr. We also did Tina Smash. Yes. Seashells Side C. Yes. I After like a certain one. mermaid's bra. Yeah. So anyways, that was just a random little side quest for to let you know that, hey, we have infiltrated Blue Moon Fiber <laughs> Arts. But yes, so... I think the last time I spoke, I mentioned that, you know, one of my needles had fallen apart and I had to fix it. So that took a couple days off it. And then uh, you may have noticed there was no episode last week because, oh shit, there was tons of stuff going down last week. So there was a couple days where I didn't end up working on this thing. And also because there was, I needed to wind another skein of yarn because I have already gone through one skein of yarn on this thing. And it's maybe six inches long. Yep. I have gotten through about a third of the chart. I just did some math right now. Basically, to keep track of this, I'm not... I figured out at the very beginning I'd have to do about three rows a day to finish on time, and on time being like two or three days beforehand so I can block it and let it dry, because, I mean, this is decay weight. So it's going to take a little while to dry. And instead of tracking, like, oh, I didn't knit on it this day, so I'm now in three rows behind... You know, I only did two rows this day, so I'm another row behind. Basically, all I'm doing is every couple days, I'm checking how long it is to The Hobbit, how many rows I have left, and therefore how many rows I have to knit per day in between. And, I mean, if that number goes up, I have obviously gotten a little behind. If that number goes down, I'm obviously starting to catch up. Especially, too, because the rows get shorter as I go along. Yeah. I, it also, it'll also be harder for me to lug it around to different places. So I don't know how, as much how, I will be, how much I'll be working on it. So I just did the math, and right now I have to knit 3.15555555 rows per day to finish it in time. That's gone up a little bit from the last time I checked. <laughs> I am, like, 40 rows into the pattern, and there are 180 in total. Hey, to me, 40 rows sounds really impressive. <laughs> I have seven. Yes. You've knit those seven, though, several times. Yes. Oh my god, like 20,000 times. <laughs> but yes, because there is 47 days. There's 47 days left until the movie comes out. Dude. So there's like 45 days, which is a month and a half. Do we need to scare you anymore? Before I need to, before I need to have this thing blocked. It is Halloween. We are scaring the knitters. Yes. Yeah, I think that'll just about do it. Yeah. Well, we could also mention, you know, Christmas coming right on the heels of that, but I'm not that cruel yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you just have to do that. Except I think you just did. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I've moved out. Yep. There's right, a- right now, if people are listening to the podcast in their cars, there's now screeching of tires and swearing and, you know, <laughs> lots of traffic cops suddenly going, what the hell was that? But yes, yeah, so I've moved into a different sort of section of the the sort of cables in it. And I mean, now I can kind of, I'm starting to see where the different wedges are that make up the capelet. And like I said, I'm, I've started at the, the point where I could start doing decreases every few rows. So there is progress. I just need some time where I can just sit and yeah. relax and watch a movie and work on it for like four hours straight. Four hours. Return yeah. of the King. Yes. <laughs> Return of the King is the last uh, Lord of the Rings movie you have not seen I yet. I totally knew that's what that was. And the extended edition is four hours long. Oh dear God, I can't do four hours. This is why we're <laughs> spreading it out. I thought that t- doing the first one in two parts was spreading it out. No, I'm, I meant seeing all of the, seeing the trilogy. <laughs> oh. This is why we're spreading it out. Though I have marathoned all of them in one day before. Okay, see, that's just crazy. <laughs> it was fun. It was crazy. But fun. So yes, that is pretty much all I've been working on for the last few days. Now there's a couple things. Well, except I, I have taken out my uh, plain stockinette socks that I'm doing in the Sweet Georgia Tough Love sock in the cold mountain colorway. I've taken those with me a couple places, like to, on the bus or something, when I knew I didn't want to drag the shawl around because it has its own tote bag now. <laughs> or the cape, I mean. Because really, I have to keep it in a tote bag. It's not going to fit in most of my project bags. Not unless it's Hermione's. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. The bottomless project bag? Yeah. Really, you could just put your entire stash in there. Yeah, you could, actually. And then, A, 
no one would be able to see how much stash you actually had. And B, you could carry it around with you at all times. And it's like, hmm, I feel like doing socks made out of this yarn. Rummage, rummage, rummage. Yoink, out comes the yarn. Yoink, out comes the needles. And now everybody wants that on their knitter's Christmas list. <laughs> I want Hermione's purse. Yes, well, sadly, unless you're a wizard, you're not getting it. Because muggles are not allowed to own magical objects. I have seen it. It just doesn't have the magic part. True. So if you really wanted the bag, you could have it. No, yeah, I it want just wouldn't the, be I, effective. I want the whole <laughs> We want package. the magic part, though. <laughs> well, I can't help you with that part. I'm not a witch. I didn't get the letter on my 11th birthday. No, we've all lamented that we didn't get the letter on there on the 11th <laughs> birthday. I was like, I will, I will do anything. I will manage the house elves. I will cook in the kitchen. I will. I just want to go to Hogwarts. I desperately want to go to Hogwarts. It's past my 11th birthday, and I don't care. <laughs> I really didn't understand why I didn't get a letter, because at the time, I was reading them, and I was younger. Like, I started when I was, like, eight, so I thought that I would. So you went, actually, through your 11th birthday looking oh, yeah. for an owl. Oh, yeah. Aww. I expected a letter. But yes, and the only other thing is, uh, of when this thing gets too big for me to look around, I really need to start some hand warmers Ooh. slash fingerless mitts. So at some point I need to, I know exactly what yarn I want to use. I know exactly when I, I'm going to do some simple ones. I tried doing the, the fancier ones, but I had to rip them out because it just wasn't really working. You ripped um, those out? Yeah, I think you were there when I ripped them out. But yes, so I'm just going to do some simple ones so that I actually have them, you know, sometime soon. And I know exactly what yarn I want to use. I just need to actually wind it into a ball and then just stick the needles in it so that whenever this thing gets too big for me to lug around... And especially for when it gets too big for me to, you know, work on on the bus, which I yeah. think it's getting to at this point, I can just grab the other stuff and just start those. Do you have any rest rows in that? Um, there are, yeah, there's rows in between. There are pearl back rows. Yeah. Which you still sort of have to keep track of because there are twisted stitches and stuff in here. So you have to twist Them pearls. Open. Twist some of the knit stitches. Okay. Or rather twist some of the pearl stitches on the way back. But not all of them. You also do the decreases for the wedges on the back. I don't understand and I forgot. most of that, but that sounds really complicated and not, not worth it Well, you me. make the wedge shape by decreasing it, and a lot of those decreases happen on the back. Now, the last time I was supposed to do that, I forgot it, so I'm trying to put them in now as I go across on the front. But So they're kind of rest rows. <laughs> kind of. But like I said, I'm one third of the way through the first chart, and then there's the second chart. Oh my god. So, onward. Onward, yes. Much movie news. Much yes. movies. And Speaking of onward. Yes. Into geeky news. Are, are, are you going to make... This isn't a grand revelation. Everybody knows by now. Yes, but it's still amazing. Yes. It's alive! <laughs> Agent Coulson lives. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, people, I have to tell you this. I'm sitting at my table at my house, and I get an email from Karen... That's near insensical. Yes. It was in all caps. Yes, it was in all caps. Because I was literally screaming at yes. that moment. Basically relaying her absolute delirious glee at the news. <laughs> and all I could tell her in response was to breathe and, <laughs> and have tea. Yes. I did literally scream. When I saw the news from New York Comic Con a couple weeks ago. And of course, as usual, the really big news comes out the day after we record. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so by now, this information has circled around a large number of the geek world. But However. Still. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be fine eventually. If you think this is bad, wait until he actually appears on, on the screen. S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. Yeah. Because in case you are one of the few people that has not heard, basically at New York Comic Con during the Marvel panel, they said they were going to talk about the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. And Joss Whedon and Kevin Feige, who runs the Marvel movie studio, basically said that, yes, Coulson lives, and he was always planned to headline... The, the S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. That they couldn't have the TV show without Coulson. Now, the way it's been reported from a, num a few sources sort of took the, you know, different lines and then reported them, but out of order or didn't include other things. Or in one particular case, didn't really convey Joss Whedon's tone. But actually, I was reading a recap that someone did 
from pagebranson.tumblr.com, P-A-G-E-B-R-A-N-S-O-N.tumblr.com. And she was actually at the panel, and so she did a recap and also drew little pictures so you understand how it happens. So, I mean, from the way it was been reported, some people have wondered, is this a prequel? You know, is this taking place before the Avengers, or will it be in flat? Will Coulson be in flashback? But apparently, like during the pan- from what she showed during the panel, there was video of Joss Whedon saying something about now that I'm really into running Marvel, I like to keep a type of artistic integrity, which means we don't stretch the bounds of reality. Which you've ever, if you've ever heard Joss Whedon saying something and obviously acting more puffed up and important than he really feels. You know exactly what kind of tone this is with. Because apparently he was saying now that he's running Marvel, meanwhile, Ken- Kevin Feige is edging in from behind him and sort of gives him a glare. <laughs> and Joss Whedon stops in the middle of his sentence and then says, Or Coulson lives. <laughs> from the way she des- she describes it, it sounds like, no. Like, this is not a prequel. This is not going to be flashbacks. Coulson is actually alive and is coming back. Now, people will say, how can that happen when we all saw Avengers? And the answer is, you never saw what happened to Coulson's quote-unquote form. Yes. First rule of movies, man. And we all know that Nick Fury is lying. A lying liar who tells lies? Yes, something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and actually, and one of the surprises about the panel was Clark Gregg was actually there. And he had tweeted, like, a couple days before or something saying that he couldn't be there because he was working on a movie, which he was actually working on. But, and asked people to, you know, send him news from the Marvel panel at NYCC. But he was actually there, and he was talking about, the before they revealed this, the way they set up into it, is they had a little tribute video to Coulson. And apparently, like, Kirk Craig was actually getting emotional. Like, actually starting to get teary. And he he was coming, talking about, but... You know, the, some of the theories that people have come up, like, with, like, my life model decoys and... Yeah. You cannot take our Coulson from us! And apparently people were, like, screaming in the audience, Coulson lives! When he, even when he came out. So, yes. <laughs> Coulson is back! Oh my god! I cannot wait for this TV show, man! Can you imagine what I'm going to be like when this TV show comes I was just on? gonna say, I'm going... And we see Coulson for the first time. I'm going to have to get a freaking stepladder to be able to peel you off of the ceiling. Yes. Well, because, and even better, like, we talked about when Lauren, last time Lauren was on, we talked about the different characters yeah. that are going to be on it. And they have actually released the first name of the, you know, the first casting for the first character. Yes, and she's actually played the voice of Mulan. Yes, Ming-Na is going to be playing a character. Was it Miranda? She's going to be playing a character called Melinda May. And if you listen to our last podcast, the way she's described, it's the pilot, weapons expert, and soldier who is described as being soulful but damaged by her time spent in combat, according to The Hollywood Reporter. So, in other words, kick-ass chick! Yes. Kind we all- of like Mulan, which is one of my favorite movies. Yes. And, well, and one of three kick-ass chicks out of the five character names that we got. Yeah. And character descriptions. So this is gonna be awesome! I want this TV show, like, burning. Yes, I know. I'm just, like, thinking of the days leading <laughs> up to this. Oh my god, when we get the first promos for it, dude. I'm gonna have to duct tape you to a chair or something. We are gonna have to get together and watch it. Oh yeah, that'll happen. Together, because, like, I, I'm i just gonna be losing my shit. If I put you in a really big hamster wheel, you could probably... I could power the city, man. Yeah, probably. Actually, that might be something. We might have to get together to watch it and record a commentary during it. Oh, God, that would be so fun. So people can hear the squealage. Yeah. And I'm assuming, considering considering timing everything, I'm assuming it's going to be on next fall. Okay. That's super sucky. Yeah, I know. Well. I don't want to wait almost a year. Why is everything going to take so long to come out? Okay, well, we do have really good movies in between then and now. Yes. Like Iron Man 3. Whose trailer just came out. (laughs) Yeah, except for they're making me wait till April. May, actually. Worse. Uh Uh-oh, Lauren's going to hulk out. (laughs) (laughs) That is, is, though, before next fall when the TV show comes on, so it is still sooner. It's not good enough. Yeah. Is it tomorrow? (laughs) No. Well, then it's not good enough. (laughs) 
Well, at least we do have the trailer. We have a tough case over here. Okay, except for the trailer just made me more upset because, first of all, I didn't realize that there was uh, Iron Man 3 coming out, let alone soon. And second of all, the fact that you showed me the trailer is just cruel and unusual punishment because (laughs) my head just about popped off. If you haven't seen the trailer, you need to go look for it, by the way. Yes. And if you don't want spoilers, uh, you might want to skip a couple minutes minutes ahead around this point. Because I know some people don't even like watching trailers. Because that's too much information. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you gotta watch the trailer. Whereas, I don't want spoilers. When the movie comes out, I don't want spoilers. Or if there's little scenes released, sometimes I don't want to watch them because I don't want spoilers. But the trailers, I I gobble up. So if you don't want spoilers, skip about four four or five minutes ahead. I'll be fine. I don't like spoilers, but I like trailers because yes. it gives you something to look forward to. Plus, the trailers usually just sort of don't tell you much anyway. Like in this one, where, like, we see Tony's house being blown up. Yeah, what's up with that? And the suit apparently, like, attacking him? I don't or think it was attacking him. It looks like attacking I think Pepper. He's got, it, I think it, he's got real powers. <laughs> like, real superhero powers, not just Tony Stark's wickedly smart powers. Well, one of the things I noticed and one of the things I was thinking is with that, one of the things I loved is, you know, he has that whole line about since New York, yeah, which, ah, continuity, I love that they're doing this, oh my god, that it's actually building on the stuff from Avengers, and he mentioned something about he hasn't been sleeping, that he has nightmares. So I'm wondering if, like, there's that one shot of the, the suit grabbing Pepper in bed when Tony's sleeping right next to her. I'm kind of wondering if that's one of those nightmares. Oh, because I, I wouldn't put it past them to put that stuff in the trailer to make you think something's going on. I don't think so. No, it's actually not. You don't I think don't so? think so because there is that scene where Pepper is p- pretty much caged in something against a wall. Yeah, but it's still that the one. Wait, how did I miss that? If if one is a you know if the one is a nightmare that there... doesn't negate the other. Yeah, that's true. There's lots of things going exploding, so it's easy to miss. Yeah. Well, you kind of have trailers. You kind of have to watch more than once because they're short, little, clippy things, and you kind of get overwhelmed and have and, to watch and them. And my head was popping off. Yeah, yeah it, it was kind of. I was watching it pop off. So yes, I know it was. I know yeah, it was and then I couldn't off. stop laughing because you guys were watching me watch my head pop off, <laughs> and I could see you guys watching. Which I'm also kind of hoping is see some of the stuff with Pepper too. There's a bit of like, oh god, are they going to make Pepper a damsel in distress? Isn't well, they she... they sort of did that. With the second one, and she turned out to be pretty, okay, I am mortal, and I know I'm in a little dress and high heels with a purse, but damn it, I'm gonna snap authority or, you know, and whip somebody's ass with what I can do. Yeah, but this one looks like someone has actually captured her and everything. Yes. So I'm kind of hoping there, I'm hoping that there's something in the movie that sort of turns that on its head, or changes that, or something like that. That we don't don't see in the trailer, or that maybe some of that stuff is actually like nightmare stuff. Because Tony mentions that in the, in the trailer, he mentions you know the, his biggest fear is not being able to protect the person he loves. No, he doesn't say that. He says well, the one thing he can't live without. That's true. Whatever. Yes, we all semantics. Seeing that he yes. loves her. This is Tony. He doesn't know how to say emotionally stunted Stark here. Yes, I know. Of course, I also saw an interesting article on uh, Io Nine where a couple of different people are discussing uh, the bad guy from the movie who we got the first look at, the Mandarin. And mainly how, like, wondering, like, how the movie is going to deal with that because the character in the original comics is really kind of a bad stereotype. So, like, a really bad Chinese stereotype. With a name like the Mandarin? Yeah. So they're wondering how they're going to deal with that. A couple of people were wondering, kind of wondering at the casting because, you know, a name like the Mandarin... But then he cast Ben Kingsley. But someone else mentioned that, like, in the, I guess in the original story, he is actually a descendant of Genghis, Genghis Khan, which apparently is not as much of a, no. you know, honor as it is, because apparently, like, I thought I read something in the, in the io9 article that, like, one in 200 men in the world That's true. can trace their lineage back to Genghis Khan. That's true. He planted his seed in a lot of places. Yeah. And that, you know, members of, you know, that sort of Mongol ethnicity eventually moved into India and other places in the Middle East and things like that. And Ben, King- ben Kingsley is part Indian, part English. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of it matches. It might not necessarily be whitewashing <laughs> a character. But, you know, there is a lot of interesting discussion in how they will handle that sort of stuff in the movie, especially with 
you know, they even mentioned like in a few in a few cases, like movies have changed the bad guys or made the or maybe have originally planned to have the bad guys be like Chinese. I think even like the most recent Bond movie was planning to have Chinese bad guys, but have changed that because of the need to make lots of money in China and the, the, the how, mm. what kind of a market that net, that is now for movies. It's really interesting. You should check it out on io9. We'll link it. So speaking of the whole Avengers and more stuff coming out, there's going to be a head-to-head clash going on in 2015. Yes. An epic clash. Okay. You all right, you may not know, and this is for any like comic noobs or just not knowings out there, there is the DC world. And the Marvel world. And the Marvel world. I know that. Yeah. Yay. DC comics and Marvel comics. They are both coming out. Oh, Marvel! They are both coming out with their big movie things in the same year. Probably they're big team movies yeah. too. And probably in I'm gonna guess they're probably both aiming for the som- summer blockbuster. Yeah, Ooh. they're actually they're gonna be coming out within months of each other because in 2015, Warner Brothers and DC are going to be releasing a Justice League movie. And the Justice League includes super... I don't know if these are all the characters that are going to be in the movie, especially one of them, for certain reasons. But the Justice League in the comics includes characters like Superman, Batman, The Flash, Wonder Woman. The Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Green Arrow. And some others. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like the Avengers. They change characters fairly often and reboot and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, okay. I'm looking at an article from Forbes, and they say that it is going to team up the on-screen Superman, which is being rebooted in next year's Man of Steel, with a rebooted version of Batman. Oy vey. Which, seriously. We're rebooting Batman again. What? And a film-first adaptation of Wonder Woman, as well as possibly other superheroes. The plan is to follow this team-up film with solo franchises spun off from the Justice League story. Seriously, where's The Flash? Why are we doing a movie about The Flash? That's the only one from that set that I'd really love to see, because I at least know something about the others. I know nothing about The Flash. Well, see, what what it looks like, they haven't, it looks like they haven't announced that yet. But from the way it looks like they're doing it, is they're going to have the team movie with everybody in it, and the, other than Superman, which is getting his own movie next year. And then they're going to do spinoffs of each one. Okay, but it's so sort of the backwards the way to, the, sort of... They may get around to it. They'll have all the time in the world after they do the team movie. It's just that with the Avengers, everybody got their own movie first, and then they did the team movie. Right. So you already... So they're asking me, the most impatient person in the world, to wait, what is it, three years? Yeah. Three years. Three years. Well, for two and a half. For me to get an introduction to a character that I think would be really cool, because what's better than being able to run ridiculously fast? <laughs> I could win so many... T- oh... So many titles, like, even on team sports you could win. Like, I could kick butt in baseball. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty sweet. Lauren really likes baseball, by the way. But yeah, so, I don't know. I kind of have to wonder about them doing it that, in that way. Because, I mean, I mean, okay, one thing with the JLA is that there are a number of characters who are more instantly recognizable to non-comic book readers. That's true. Like, everybody knows Superman. Yeah. Everybody knows Batman. Yeah. Everyone knows Wonder Woman. Yeah. Or at least knows who Wonder Woman, like, yeah. has seen Wonder Woman, and can I look, it's can looking at a picture, can be her. that as Wonder Woman. Yeah. They might not know everything. They know, they might know she's got a lasso. No, I didn't know <laughs> The lasso that. of truth. And an invisible jet. Yeah. They might Wiki. not know those parts, but, you know, they at least kind of, like I said, they can identify the character seeing her. You know, again, they might be might be able to identify the Flash again from image of him. Um, Green Lantern did have a movie. That's true. A couple years ago, I don't know if that's going to be really included in this continuity or if someone else is going to be playing him. But you know, so that character's sort of out there. So they do have more. I think they do have more sort of iconic pop culture knowledge of those characters, whereas. Wasn't With Wonder Marvel. Woman? Wasn't Wonder Woman supposed to get her own movie? She was a couple years ago, and then it was supposed to be like a TV show, I think. But that Joss Whedon was actually supposed to write and direct the Wonder Woman movie, but that didn't happen. And then Marvel came a calling. Okay. One has to wonder what would have happened if that had actually, if that yeah. movie had actually happened. But um, so whereas Marvel had, well, partly because 
like Fox and Sony had bought the rights to X-Men and Spider-Man and a couple other things, when Marvel Studios started, they basically kind of had to start with like the properties that nobody wanted. So you have more, un- you know, I had never heard of Iron Man or Thor. The only one that, pe- that people really knew about, I think, were Hulk. Yeah. Because, of course, there was the Hulk TV show and, you know, Hulk smash is sort of common knowledge. Yeah. And Captain America... See, I had no idea about Captain America until, like, literally six months ago. I think I knew there was a character and called now, Captain America. Captain America might be beating out Iron Man, and that says a lot in my world. I couldn't have told you Captain America's real name. I still can't. Whereas I can for, you know, Batman, Superman. Can't do that either. But... That's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> so, I mean, Marvel kind of had to do it the other way around, because they had these properties that probably, you know, anyone who didn't read comics didn't really know about. But I also kind of have to wonder, you know, what it's going to be like with... You know, a team movie where, like, that's the first movie we get. Yes, it's the first time. So, like, you have to introduce us to all these characters and show us how they work together and everything like that before we actually see them individually. And I kind of have to wonder how that's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, they're asking me to wait three years. Plus, by then, all the Avengers fans are going to be salivating for another Avengers movie. Yeah. That's true, too. It's like. Wait, I'm not waiting three years. Yes, you are. Oh, no, I'm not. Yeah, sadly, you are. Talking about movies and things coming out soon. Yeah. So, who's hungry and wants to go to Denny's? I want to go! <laughs> who's up for a great adventure? To Denny's. <laughs> hey, I'm up for Denny's any day. And Who wants a second breakfast? Elevensies. Luncheon. <laughs> tea. Supper. Dinner. Anytime. Yes, as you may have heard, Denny's has created a number of Hobbit-themed breakfast meals. Design- or other meals, actually. They designed an entire menu. like Yes. N- an entire just- second breakfast yeah. menu. And I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of cool and I, I want to try it and stuff like that. On the other hand, some of this is very cheesy. And I don't mean in the food way. Although that would be good. <laughs> that would be good, yes. Some of it is... I mean, for basics, they have the Hobbit Slam breakfast. Which, for those outside the United States or uh, North America, the Slam is Denny's sort of big, complete breakfast. Their biggest one, I think, is the Grand Slam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, But this is the Hobbit Slam with hash browns, Shire sausage. I believe that's French toast it's, with some kind of icing on it's it. It's seed cake French seed toast. Seed cake French toast with icing on it. Two eggs, two pancakes, put pumpkin patch pancakes, and Shire sausage. Then we have things like the dwarves' turkey and dressing dinner. The dwarves will be throwing the green beans at each other. Gandalf's gobble melt. Okay, that's just silly. Which is basically like a a turkey sandwich. It's it's like if you had the... It's like the leftovers from the dwarves' turkey dinner, because it's turkey with stuffing and cranberry sauce by the look of it on bread. Okay, except that sounds brilliant. I'm going to try that. It does sound Actually, you should taste the Starbucks ones that come out about this time of year. They're really good. I mean, it sounds like it tastes good, but what the hell does that have to do with Gandalf? Oh, I have no idea, but it sounds I can only imagine it getting in his beard. There's the Hobbit Hole breakfast, which looks like egg, little hole in the middle of a... Well, this looks like a cheesy bun. Yeah. Oh, those are so good. With an egg cooked in the middle of it, in a hole in the middle, plus bacon and home fries and... We do. The Lone Land Campfire Cookie Milkshake. That actually sounds kind of good. Sounds brilliant. Anything sounds that brilliant. has cookie milkshake yep. in it sounds good. Lonely Mountain Treasure, which, which looks like little squares of seed cake with icing to dip it in. Yeah. Okay, what is this seed cake you guys keep talking about? Um, like, it's a food poppy that's... Seed a, cake. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, okay. food that's eaten in Middle Earth. And the one that seemed the most bizarre to me, Radagast's Red Velvet Pancake Puppies. Wicked! So basically, like, again, for people outside North America... There are things called hush puppies, which are basically little balls of fried dough, especially yep. common in the South. Yep. These are little balls of red velvet pancake stuff. That sounds delightful. With a little thing, again, a little thing of icing to dip them in. But again, I'm not seeing the connection to Radagast, especially because he's Radagast the Brown. I think they were looking for the alliteration in the name. Yeah, and not thinking at all about it. Like, I'm sorry, nerds could do better than this. Okay, let's put it out there then. <laughs> Somebody else... People, send us your pick five dishes. And I don't care if they're all pancakes. I don't care if they're, like, varied. Five dishes that you rename into something for the new Hobbit menu. Or develop. Or develop. Something for the Hobbit yes. menu. Like, pr- show your geek pride and show them how it's properly done. And 
lembus bread on its own cannot be one of those things because I just thought of it and it's really obvious. If you incorporate it into something else, go ahead. That's true. We'll give you the lembus bread. And the best ones yes. will get a free copy of... The best one. Singular. Yes. Well, <laughs> the best entry with, with the multiple little entries in it. Yes. We'll get a free copy of Needles and Artifice. Yes. By the Ladies of Mischief. What do you guys free think? digital copy. What do you guys think? Do you think you can do that? The challenge has been thrown down. It's up to you guys now. It's all you. Oh, yes. And finally, of course, they have to have the ring burger, which has onion rings. But it's multiple onion rings. It's not one ring to rule them all. Yeah, I know. Which, by the way, I know what that means now. And it also looks like it has, like, the burger also looks like it has, like, pepper jack cheese, bacon, and mushrooms on it. Brilliant. And the onion rings are actually just stacked on top, on top, stacked on top, held in place by a toothpick. But in case you really want to see these for yourselves and really want to harden your arteries, Hobbit-wise, you can find the <laughs> Hobbit-inspired meals at Denny's starting November 6th. And don't get us wrong, I have spent many a night at Denny's. Mm, I don't think I've ever Denny's. been, actually. I, I ha- <laughs> When we been back in Savannah, Georgia, when we were LARPers... Somewhere around 2 a.m., bunch of us LARPers would just walk into Denny's and we'd be there for a little while. And this sounds like the kind of thing someone would have after smoking too much pipe weed. In costume? And they have the munchies. Well, we, well, in costume pretty much means jeans and a, you know, hoodie and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like full costume. No, we were playing. Because you like, wow, that would be some scene coming into Denny's. Oh, we, we, we've done that too. I've gone from a Halloween party in full costume colonial gown and i even got my hair done up after the party went to denny's full costume yeah that's around halloween yeah that's around halloween that's not like you know april 7th walking in i i would have well considering (laughs) i went to an art university and i hung out with geeks anyway we would have done that then too Mm -hmm. anyways and by the way speaking of the hobbit anybody needs an excuse to travel go to wellington airport yes because oh my god and i don't think she's seen this yet Yes, I'll bring it up on our Ravelry thread because our one of our group members, Awilda, posted a picture. Awilda's awesome, by the way. Yes. For many, many reasons. Because <laughs> now in the airport, there is a giant golem. Oh my god, that scares the pants off Catching me. giant fish in the ceiling of the Wellington Airport. Scares the pants off me, but I love it. It is amazing. Especially the detail is astounding. Golem scares the crap out of me. But at the same time, I really love him. Yeah. Like, my heart goes out to the poor thing. He's sort of a pitiable creature. I know. (laughs) Oh, I've now seen the second movie, if anyone's wondering. I like it, but I like the first one better. Okay, so, moving on to stuff that, you know, we like and want and covet and crush over. I'm going to work backwards this time. We're going to start with The Hobbit. And they now have Hobbit Moleskins. And oh my god, they... As in the notebooks. Yeah, that. Oh my god, they be gorgeous. Want. And by now they should be officially released. They're pretty. And this is for the Hobbit movie that's coming out. Is that a dragon? No, the dragon is there. That is the Lonely Mountain. And there, well, there is a little bit of a dragon right in there. Okay, we're not having much luck finding them on Amazon, at at least Mm. Amazon.com, Amazon.ca at the moment. Though it is, the publisher is listed as Moleskine. It is limited at, it is a limited edition listed as having been released on October 23rd. So they may be available now. I'm looking at the pictures. There's one with a map of the Lonely Mountain and smog and a brown cover. There's also a red cover. This one has Mirkwood on it. Okay. Okay, yeah, the red one has the Lonely Mountain on yep. it. And the brown one has Mirkwood. And it looks like they're available in the pocket and the large sizes. And each one is available in plain pages or lined pages. Mm-hmm. And I want so bad. So beautiful. So, so very beautiful. Hobbit, yeah. nerdery, plus notebooks. There is my will, my weakness. <laughs> oh, there's one more weakness. You've got you've got the cute books coming up after that. Eee, yes. Oh my, she just went pink, people. I want one of these. I want one so bad. What? So Marvel has just released a new comic series called A Babies versus X Babies. Ah! And it's the artwork is freaking adorable. <laughs> oh my it god! It is so seriously. Cute. I want to take 
little Captain America and just stick them in my pocket. Yeah, there are actual preview pictures up at comicbookresources.com. It's one of those long gobbledygook kind of links. So if you go to the comicbookresources.com and search A Babies versus X Babies, you'll find it. They have preview pages up and oh my god, so adorable little Steve oh. Rogers. It It just is wanna... just what it sounds like. Everybody has been taken down to something along the lines of toddler age. So they're all in onesies, they're in cribs, they have, you know, little bears. <laughs> their little superhero outfits are onesies. Yes, their little superhero outfits are onesies and They've been babyified. Yep. And someone has stolen Steve's Bucky Bear. Someone with a specific visor. Summers. And Steve summons the Avengers using a baby monitor. That's awesome. Avengers assemble! I just want to grab him, give him a big hug, and stick him in my pocket. He's so adorable. He needs to be, like, he needs to be a stuffed toy so that I can have him be my... Hug him and squeeze him and call him Steve. I can be a grown-up and still have my stuff. My God, I want plushies cool. of these so bad. And they all live in marvelous meadows. <laughs> Sorry. That's really funny. And Steve's house, painted red, white, and blue. Oh my God. That's brilliant. Is at the corner of Fury Drive and Xavier Way. Obviously, you know, Summers lives on Xavier Way. Yeah. So and it cute. is just, uh, it is so adorable. Oh, I need to bring up the cover. So you can see one little detail. Look at Thor's helmet. Oh, that's precious. It's a propeller beanie. That is so precious. I'm sorry, I even like the villains. Normally I don't like the villains. I love the villains because they're just so cute. Black Widow has a water gun. And Hawkeye has, <laughs> has little, ner- little, little nerf sucker suctions. Nerfs. And some of them have pacifiers. Yep. That's so cute. It's so adorable. So seriously, hi V to your local comic book store and see if you can find this. I really have to visit our local. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe even go into Toronto, and then maybe next time I go to Toronto, I'll take a look for it, because, oh my god, what? All right, whichever one of the three of us gets to a comic store first. Seriously. I don't know if I'll be able to ask the comic book guy for if they have the actual title. Oh. (laughs) I'll do it. I've got no shame. Do you have A-Babies versus X-Babies? So I just presented them with a book that these guys haven't seen yet, because it just came in in for me at the library. It's called Nerd Haiku by Rob Perlman, Rob with two Bs, and it's basically a book of haiku with all nerdy themes, such as... No way! I saw Big Bang Theory in there. Wicked! You misread the die. He clearly rolled a 20. Bad Dungeon Master. (laughs) The day after a Chris Nolan premiere should be a nerd holiday. Oh, this is one of my favorite ones. 575 Hard. Structure too strict for art form. Hulk no like haiku. (laughs) (laughs) So there's all kinds of different haiku in here. There's, you know, obviously ones referencing TV shows, movies. There are obviously ones for Star Trek and Star Wars. There's ones about nerd life or nerd lack of social life. Just because you're a nerd does not mean you have a lack of social life. Yeah, there's a few. There's sometimes in here when it gets sort of like stereotypical nerd guy. There's one, from my perspective, panties have firewalls that are password protected. I was all alone. Then your music spoke to me, weird Al Yankovic. Oh, dear. (laughs) Spidey on Broadway? Suspension of disbelief has its limits, dude. Oh, another one. I'll probably cut out a couple of these later, but. Small apartment, but I can really spread out here on the holodeck. Oh, man. But yes, you probably want to look through this one, because there will be a haiku in here for whatever kind of geekdom you are in. Maybe not knitting geekdom. (gasps) There's a binary one. (laughs) Binary haiku. That's awesome. No login needed. So what I really mean is, you shall not password. And actually, in the the thanks, it says, all thanks to all of the writers, artists, creators, Jedi, Federation officers, Time Lords, Hobbits, Kryptonians, and Asgardians, who give us something to live for. So that gives you an idea of the, the breadth of different sort of Aww. geeky things I like that are that. in it. And I'm a newbie. So you get to discover what all these things are. And actually, just another really short little book, considering it's getting to that time of year. This one's called We Knit You a Merry Christmas. It's happiness. By Debbie Harold. Patterns for festive handmade gifts. So there's all kinds of little patterns here. There's a knitted turkey. Oh, my favorite was the one, it's like a bunch of little snowball heads that are on a sleigh ride. Yep. 
I think that's adorable. Let it snow. And of course, they're on the facing page from the Go Crackers. So you have little knitted Christmas crackers. For those who don't know what those are, they're kind of a British thing. We also have them a bit, quite a fair bit here in Canada. But I love that all the little snowballs are wearing the paper cracker hats. Yeah. That's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> There's instructions for knitting, instructions on how to stuff them and sew them up and everything. There's angels, a Chris moose. <laughs> a moose with a name tag that says Chris on it. That's cute. Penguins. Polar bears, Santa, three French hens. There's also Bah Humbug. Aww. Little sheep. That's so cute. Little knitted gingerbread men. Aww. Those would be so cute for ornaments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There'd be a lot of... Yeah, these would make a lot of really good a ornaments, them, depending yeah. on the size. I think most of them are done in DK weight yarn. But if you wanted... You'd have to double check the measurements that they give in here, but... Some of them I don't think would be terribly large, or if you wanted them smaller, you could always do them in fingering weight yarn so that you could hang them on your tree. Little knitted Brussels sprout. But yes, if you want to do any Christmas knitting or any tiny little stocking stuffery Christmas knitting, there's this, we knit you a Merry Christmas. And I know there's a couple other, I think I saw one at chapters called the Nativity. Yes, <laughs> I've seen that one too. I think there's a few other sort of little toy. clever names. Fluffy, plushy Christmas knit things. But... Christmas aside, I think we're going to leave you guys for right now. Yes. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. Stay safe. Don't eat too much candy. Happy Halloween. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening. To visit our show notes, listen to old episodes, or leave something in our tip jar, you can visit us at knit1geek2.emptypockets.org. That's K-N-I-T-1 G-E-E-K 2 dot M-T dash P-O-C-K-E-T-S dot O-R-G. You can also comment at our Ravelry group. Just search the Ravelry groups for Knit One Geek 2. We're also on Twitter. You can find us at www.twitter.com slash knit one geek 2. Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> Actually, that's not a good one. I didn't get enough air. <laughs> you can't do it now. can't do it now that we're watching her. Yeah, I can't do it now that I'm planning it. All right, you can do, you can do that when we're not looking. Sick. You have to have breath support for this. <laughs> outtakes oh god yes this is going outtakes oh this is going to be hilarious okay <laughs> Lauren look that way <coughs> that's not the way you use air dear called A babies versus X babies what did you tell me oh god it's Siri Siri go away sorry guys Oh, well, that's going to the outtakes. <laughs>